Hello, hello, and welcome to the Wanderwell Podcast Season 2. I'm Katie J, and I'm so thrilled that you are here today. I am standing in Truckee, California, and the last time that we spoke, I was in Uvita, Costa Rica. So how did I get from Uvita, Costa Rica, all the way up to California? Well, I flew back to Austin, spent 10 days there seeing friends and family, which was so lovely and so hectic and so crazy, and I was like totally ready to get back into nature by the time we left. Packed everything into my Honda CRV, and Tucker and I drove up to Carlsbad, New Mexico. Have you ever heard of it? Probably not. That's okay. We stayed at a lovely campground there and then made our way up to Tres Piedras, New Mexico, which is right outside of Taos. And we spent two nights there in an octagon secluded cabin hosted by our gracious Airbnb host, Kenneth, who built this octagon by hand. We had a wood-burning stove on the inside, made dinner there on the stove and freeze our butts off at night, but it was so lovely. It was nice and toasty inside the cabin with that stove. Going outside to our little outhouse was also lovely. You know, just nothing, there's nothing quite like pooping in the woods. You know, you're just kind of open to the elements. And yeah, there was a door and it closed up, but it's still chilly in there and there's still field mice poop on the floor. It's still very rugged and we both loved it. That's totally our style. So we went there for two nights, visited Taos, went to the hot springs there. We had an interesting experience there, which I'll share with you guys later on the season in some capacity. I haven't figured out exactly how to talk about it yet, but it was definitely an encounter, a strange encounter with a a human who's probably not completely mentally there. And um, it just brought up some interesting conversations between Tucker and I. I am very much looking forward to discussing that with you guys and getting your input on this topic. So we spent a few nights in Taos and then made our way up through Durango. We only got lunch there and didn't spend the night there. We didn't stay there. We wanted to go ahead and see what uh, Moab, Utah had in store for us. So we drove right through Durango, visited for just a few hours. Huli flipped a table as he was lunging at another dog. So he's picked up this weird protective and now somewhat aggressive tendencies over the last four months when I was away in Costa Rica. So we're addressing those day by day, step by step. (laughs) And, um, you know, we're now currently in a really dog-friendly area, so we have to get him to a point where he is able to be taken out in public and isn't going to flip a table as he lunges at a dog. So working through that with with our little hooligan man over here. Um, But we were in Durango for just a few hours and then continued on to Moab, Utah. We spent the night at a... Uh, campground, specifically one that was made for RVs. We were kind of in like the children's playground park area, which felt kind of weird. So we only spent one night there and then went and snagged a spot right on the Colorado River. Look forward to those pictures coming because it was just, I mean, sleeping in the middle of a canyon was incredible. It was, it was unreal. I mean, to see those rock walls so beautifully colored and so tall. And we went hiking the next morning in the canyon, which was really lovely. And then we booked it to Ely, Nevada. I'm working on saying that state right, because I grew up saying Nevada. And apparently it's Nevada. So 
we went to Ely, Nevada, found a dog-friendly hotel, stayed there for a night, and then woke up really early and booked it all the way to across the state of Nevada, which, fun fact, is the most mountainous state in the U.S. Who knew? Yeah, it was basically... We would go up and through a mountain range, down it, huge, beautiful prairie, flat grassland, and then we'd go through another mountain range. So it was just kind of mountain range after mountain range. It was really interesting terrain, something I haven't really ever experienced, that change in elevation so fast while driving. So we stopped in Ely and then booked it across Nevada all the way to Truckee, California. Well, actually, we stopped in Reno and got some groceries, and then we continued on to Truckee, California, which is 20 minutes north of Lake Tahoe, and that's where we will be for the summer. So that's me all caught up on where I have been and where I'll be for the next four months. So what's coming up in the next four months? Well, Tucker and I are living here in Truckee, California, and looking forward to some trucky thursdays which are apparently these street vendor awesome parties that happen on here in trucky during the summer um tucker is going to be working at the tahoe adventure company again which he worked for at the end of last summer when he moved up here and he'll be doing kayak guiding and hiking and maybe some camping trips big group activities they they do big groups and they also do smaller groups so if you have you're coming up to visit the Lake Tahoe area this summer, check out the Tahoe Adventure Company because I too will be working with them this summer, except um, I'm not going to necessarily be out guiding in the field, but more so working on the marketing and logistics for them. So it should be a really fun summer. Uh, working with a really outdoor-minded community is something that Tucker and I both enjoy doing. So we're really happy to have these things lined up this summer. And yes, I will continue with the podcast. I'm only working there part-time so I can still nurse this baby that is my podcast. So I'm not going anywhere, but a few things are changing this season. So I'll talk about that now. Last season, you guys got me three days a week. You guys were so lucky. You had all of my time and energy, and it was all I had to do besides the work that I was doing for Bodhi, which was very minimal considering the amount of time that I also was able to invest in my own stuff. So thank you to the Bodhi team for being so flexible with me on that. But now I do have a part-time job, and I'll be working with the Tahoe Adventure Company. So I had to really evaluate based off of what was popular in the statistics and what you guys were most listening to, what you guys were most enjoying. And it sounds to me like you guys really like these interviews. And I've got an amazing lineup of interviews this summer. And not only that, but I've decided to dedicate all of my time, podcast time, to the interviews. Because to me, and one this is one thing I learned from Laura Hughes, who runs the Women on the Road podcast out of her van, is that when it comes to storytelling, which is ultimately what people like, what I like most about podcasts, right, is that there's a story to be told and we get to hear someone tell it. The Moth podcast is one of my favorites. Love, love, love stories. 
We all love stories. We like being told stories as we go to sleep, as we drive. It helps distract us. It's almost like that drive across Nevada never happened because we listen to Dirtback Diaries podcast and Side Hustle School and all these other really awesome podcasts all across the country. And it's because those those producers put so much time and effort into those podcasts as far as editing and adding music and dramatizing it and coming up with a conclusion that brings you to tears, right? I mean, there were several podcasts where I cried and I felt like I wasn't putting all of my effort into these interviews, which is something that, you know, the human connection is so important. It's so, so important. Yes, you're hearing these women's voices and you're hearing their stories and I'm just so excited to be able to put more time and more energy into telling their stories, which is ultimately why this podcast exists. It's to tell, it's to inspire you guys to live whatever life you want to live, right? You're limitless. And I'm speaking to these women about their challenges and their struggles and what their advice is to you going forward so that you can manifest your best life. And that's something that's constantly going to change. It's constantly going to look different. And that's why hearing more and more stories is only going to better equip you to get there. So I'm no longer doing the Monday meditations and I'm no longer doing the tell all Tuesdays. But I'm going to be putting so much more time and energy into the Wonder Woman Wednesdays. And what that means is I get to have different segments in there. I can answer more questions. I can have voiceovers directly from listeners. I can have comments based off of a Facebook group that I'm starting um, called Women Who Manifest. So you should go look that up on Facebook. I happily accept you. But Women Who Manifest is the official Facebook group of the podcast. It is a branch off of the podcast. So I'm so pumped to share that with you guys and tell you more about what that group is accomplishing over the course of this next season. So Wonder Woman Wednesdays is the only day of the week that you guys are going to get from the Wonder Woman podcast, but I promise you it's going to be so much better and so much more engaging for you as a listener. For those of you who are just now joining us, Welcome to the Wanderwell Podcast Season 2. You could go back and listen to Season 1. You really could, and I would encourage you to. But Season 2 is going to be way different. It's just going to be interviews with Wander women, women who are manifesting their best lives and are excited to share that with you. They're going to give you some tips. They're going to tell you their favorite apps and resources and give you exercises to do and be just a con- continual inspiration as we follow their journey on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook and get to listen to them on a more deeper level here on the podcast. And so who is this podcast for? It is for anybody who is interested in a female perspective on manifesting your best life. Plain and simple. If you are interested in learning how to create income from anything, from anything, because it's whatever it is that is exciting and sets your heart on fire and you become passionate about and you want to invest time outside of getting paid. Those are the things that will end up getting you to a place where you're happiest, right? You get to do those things and get paid for it. And that's what these women are doing. They're photographers and they're 
just living in a van, figuring it out and getting paid for it. It's just kind of, it's kind of cool. So I'm excited to share that with you. And I'm excited to bring those of you who are interested in wandering well, a weekly dose of the Wanderwell podcast. So what is in the works? Ladies and gentlemen, it's so important to write down your goals. And one goal that I had last season was to get a sponsor uh, for next for the sec- next season to have somebody who I'm able to promote. I know that sounds silly because as a listener, you're like, no, I don't want any commercials. But here's the thing. How do you make money on a podcast? Through ads. You can be promoting your own stuff like John Lee Dumas does on his podcast. He also promotes some other stuff. You know, sometimes it's Bulletproof Coffee or Squarespace or some mattress place. And I get the point of that, right? It's I'm putting all this time and effort into something, producing it for free. You know, it's just like the newspaper or certain TV channels, right? Like you're just going to get ads because somebody's willing to pay for your eyeballs or your ears, right? And so it's like, oh, okay. I'm going to be very, very picky when it comes to what products that I will promote to you guys because you guys are very important to me and I really value your ears. And so when I do disclose who our sponsor is for this season, know that this is a product that I have used over the past month or no, since getting back from Costa Rica. So almost a month. Yeah, I've used this for the past month. Um, I really love the message behind it. And I really back this company from a values perspective. And uh, they actually reached out to me. So they could see that my values are very similar to theirs. And that's something that through this transparency of the podcast and through this vulnerability that's coming forward out of me, I'm being honest with you guys in all these facets so that you understand exactly what it, why I'm doing what it is that I'm doing. It's cool to have this unfold with you guys because, you know, my, my intention last, last season was to eventually be able to get paid to run this podcast. And so I'm in the process of manifesting that right now. So that's super exciting. Um, and like I mentioned last season, I'll say something's going to happen and then it happens. So It's really cool. I'm really excited. And now let's move on to the final segment, questions from the audience. Okay, these are in no particular order, but I'm just going to pull them off of the private messages that I received and only saying first names and city location. So uh, what were you doing in Costa Rica from Mary in Newark, New Jersey? Mary, what was I doing in Costa Rica? I was volunteering with Bodhi Surf and Yoga Camp for three months, and I was doing blogs for them, and I was also helping them with some of their email newsletters that they'll be sending out about their Ocean Guardian campaign. And so you can check that out, bodhisurfyoga.com. I will also, I'm glad you brought that up because I will also be working with them in the capacity of the podcast. So they've sent me five women who had transformational experiences there at Bodhi, and I am going to interview them, get their stories, learn more about what their experience was like at Bodhi. And so 
just another way to collaborate with a company whose vision I believe in. So I'm excited to do that and share the stories of women who have conquered their fears of the ocean and of themselves. So looking forward to that. But to answer your question more specifically, Mary, I was doing something what's called a work trade. So I traded working for them in exchange for them giving me food and housing. And that happens all over Costa Rica because all these wanderers like me and maybe you as well who want to escape whatever it is that they're running from, right? Whether that's the U.S.'s current condition or your job or school, responsibility, whatever it is, maybe a relationship, you just need to get away, but you don't have a ton of money to spend on Airbnb for a few months, you can trade your expertise in whatever. It could even, it can be as simple as raking mangoes to writing blogs and video, making promotional videos, whatever it is that you are able to do with your body physically, uh, you can trade for room and board. Uh, that's because they can't pay you here in Costa Rica. That would be illegal. But the, you can trade, you can volunteer, and they can give you something in return. So that's what I was doing. Jess from Oakland, California asked, how do you afford to travel? That is a good question. I am an avid points user of credit card companies. Um, usually I... Either, no, no one's paying me to say any of this, but I mainly use Chase cards because they have the best points when it comes to flights. And I'll get the card that basically says, okay, if you spend X amount in the first three months of getting the card, you'll get 50,000 bonus points. 50,000 bonus points on Southwest can get you round trip tickets to Costa Rica twice over. So... You know, you have your friends and family help you out. Oh, mom, you're looking to buy a new bed or oh, friends, like, let me get this bill and you just Venmo me. You stack up that X amount of money that they ask for you to meet within the first three months. Obviously pay it off. Don't be stupid. Like, I'm not saying spend money you don't have here, people. I'm saying spend money you have access to, right? So if you want to buy a couch for your mom, she pays you back in cash, then that's a great way to do it, too. You can get to that X amount of X amount, sometimes putting your student loans on their credit card that you were already going to pay on time or your rent on your credit card. Some landlords will allow you to, to do that. So that's how I meet that X amount, get a bunch of bonus points, and then I can fly uh, practically for free. So some comp some countries have taxes to exit the country. So if I'm by a round trip ticket to Costa Rica and it's on my points, I'm still going to have to pay $88 in taxes and fees. They're completely unavoidable. But I, you know, I got round trip tickets for $81. So that's pretty good uh, to think about it. So that's how I afford airfare. And then as far as, you know, like I mentioned with the work trade, it's really not that expensive to travel when you just trade your time and energy for a place to stay. Um, you just cut the whole money aspect of it out. It's like, what's my time worth? How much are you going to feed me? What's the accommodations like? Because all you really have to work out. It's kind of great. Betts from San Francisco, California asked, what's been the biggest challenge of starting a podcast? Well, bets, I would probably say the audio aspect of it. Um, as you guys might have seen on Instagram, I'm talking into a box that's covered in this wonderful egg crate stuff that you put on your bed. And 
this is a really nice setup. Uh, in Costa Rica, I had a pretty hard time with it because it was just so hot in my room that I had, you know, I had to turn off all the fans. There was no background noise and wait until no one was hammering most of the time. Um, there wasn't a car going by and it was just this mic just picks up everything because it's so powerful. So I didn't have this setup uh, in Costa Rica. So the audio was really hard. And I you know, as a beginning podcaster, you want it to be good. And I was concerned that it wasn't going to come out good, uh, that the audio was just going to com- be completely awful. But I just chose to embrace it. I was like, look, guys, I'm in Costa Rica, you know, and um, had a few. I only had two successful calls while I was in Costa Rica because the Wi-Fi was just kind of spotty. That's just how it is. So um, the audio, getting the audio right, making sure the connection is good enough for a podcast um, was probably the hardest part. Tracy from Houston, Texas asked, what do you do when you're not podcasting? You ask that question and it makes me immediate think like, oh, what's a typical day in my life? Like, well, there hasn't really been a typical day since mm, mid-April, right? Every single day has been different. A lot of the days have been in different places than the day before. And so, I haven't been podcasting for all of that time. That's why I took this break between season one and season two, because it was going to be too difficult to move around this, that much and still record. So when I'm not podcasting, I'm wandering, to answer your question. I am out there traveling and trying to record as much as I can on my Instagram for you guys. And I am now... You could say I'm settled in a place for this summer and I'm really excited about it because I get to wander at a more intimate level here in the Truckee area. So many trails and hikes and lakes to hang out on and explore that I don't think I'll ever get bored. Um, But to answer your question, when I'm not podcasting, I'm wandering so and brainstorming about podcasting. (laughs) Erin from Madison, Wisconsin asked, how will season two be different than season one? So Erin, no longer will I have guided meditations on the podcast and no longer will I have Tell All Tuesdays on the podcast. Those Tell All Tuesdays will be integrated a little bit more into the conversations that I have with these wander women and the meditations. Currently, I'm moving all of the meditations onto a project that I'm doing with Tucker called Slow Life Guides. You can check us out on Instagram or at slowlifeguides.com. But basically, we are putting together educational resources for men and women who want to live the slow life, want to be more intentional, want to go inward more than they're typically doing. They want to reflect on their purpose and maybe reevaluate what it is that they're doing with their lives. And we're giving them tools to figure out what that might be and uh, what other paths are available to, to them. So it's very similar to the podcast, but on a more um, yogic and meditation level, because the whole point of us doing this together is that we're investing in our future. So it's in both of our intentions to open a outdoor focused retreat center. For me, I want it to be a meditation center. For Tucker, he wants it to be outdoor recreation and education. And so we said, great, those things can go together perfectly. Let's do it together. And so all of the proceeds that we get from the Life Guides are going to go straight towards buying a property. 
So that's really exciting. And I want to send you guys over there to check it out and see if any of these resources are right for you. I'll be talking about them a little bit more on the podcast. As I mentioned before, when you're um, a podcaster, a way to make money is one, to promote other people's products, but you can also promote your own. So these are one of my own products that I'm really excited about. We've been working really hard on. We've been producing yoga videos and meditations, and uh, Tucker's writing a blog for it every single week, and we're going to start turning it into more concrete courses and resources for you guys. So get excited for that. Chandra from Toronto asked, what are some tips for growing an Instagram following to support my business? I've been using a tool that has allowed me to grow this following through a number of different outlets. Um, So there are a few things that you can do, but the first thing that I want you to encourage you to do is figure out accounts that are similar to yours or the ones that are, that you aspire to be like and figure out what it is about them that you really like. Is it the layout? Is it the content that they're saying? Is it, um, are they promoting their own products or are they promoting someone else's products and try to figure out what that person is doing and copy it right that person will probably have a promotional thing that says learn how i grew my instagram following or learn how i did this because there are all these different ways to grow an instagram following but it really depends on what niche you're in so a niche is your specific topic and when i mean specific i mean they say niche down, niche down, niche down, niche down, right? So prime example is like if you're into soccer, okay? Soccer is a really big niche, niche down. Soccer cleats, all right, that's a little bit more specific. So now you're selling soccer cleats specifically. What What's so great about your soccer cleats that differentiates you from the other ones? Well, I'm soccer cleats that are 100% recycled whatever. So great. Now you're in a soccer niche that cares about the environment. So that do you see how what I just did there? Niching down helps you to establish who your audience is, when they're most active on Instagram, how you can react to that, meaning how can you engage with them when they're most active? Because, because ultimately what Instagram likes and what Instagram looks for in a, an account that they're going to like help promote by putting them on the explore page is they like people who are interactive with other people that's called social media and I think there's been this withdrawal where people think oh you know they're an influencer they're a celebrity they have x amount of followers they're not going to respond to me right and so when they do it's really exciting and you want to engage more and you're more interested in their products and from a business perspective, the more that you can interact with your potential audience on Instagram, the better. And that's a very broad answer to your question because it really depends on your specific niche. So I can't quite answer it for you. But if you want to shoot me an email, we can discuss a little bit further what your what your strategy can look like on Instagram to grow your following. And my email is Katie, K-A-T-I-E at wanderwellpodcast.com. Jackie from Memphis, Tennessee asked, how has your motivation changed from where you started to where you want to take your podcast now? Good question. I think my motivation when I first started the podcast was I need to build a following, right? Because I figured out pretty quickly that it was great to have travel journals or Wonder Woman apparel to offer, which were my first two ventures. But 
unless someone knew about it, no one was going to buy it, right? It was just going to be my friends buying it, which is great. And I appreciate them and love them so much for supporting me. But that's not the intention behind starting a business. You need to sell to people who don't know you. And so I figured, okay, I don't want to write a blog. Um, I like to talk, so I should probably do a podcast. And that's how the podcast was born. And I think that was the original intention behind it, to build a community of women who are interested in not only travel, but also wellness. And what it ended up turning into over the course of season one was a way for me to deliver the story of women who are manifesting their best lives to women who are trying to, or women who aspire to, and show the world that there are so many paths to choose from and so many paths that can lead you to finding pure happiness, right? And everyone's path is different. That's what I mean by there's so many paths. Um, So you don't have to do what you were told that you have to do in order to be quote unquote successful, right? How do we define success? Do we define it as happiness or do we define it as a certain size house or do we define it as the ability to travel? Like how do we define success and how do you define success? Because for me, define success means being able to add avocado slash guacamole to things without having to think twice about paying more being able to work from anywhere and fulfilling my purpose, which is to connect people to the healing power of nature. Those three things. I need to, it needs to make sense economically. It needs to make sense socially. It needs to make sense personally, financially, all of the above, right? But I have a very specific vision for what that looks like for my life. What I want to show you guys is that there are so many different ways that this can look. And by interviewing these women and sharing their stories, I am working to show you the entire world, right? It's like Aladdin. I can show you the world through these stories. So now I would say my motivation is more to share the stories of women who are manifesting their best lives. That's the intention behind the podcast. Thank you for asking. Camille from Rochester, New York says, how many hours a week do you dedicate to your podcast? That is TBD because now I'm just doing one one day a week of podcasting, but I would say probably eight to ten hours a week dedicated is going to need to be dedicated to making an episode happen. Priya from Boston, Massachusetts asks, is podcasting your full-time job? The short answer is no, it is not. I will be working part-time on podcasting and part-time at the Tahoe Adventure Company this summer, but yes, full-time career, full-time investment, I would say is the goal. Um, To me, a job is something that you get paid to do and you're good at, but it's not necessarily something that you are excited about or that fulfills a, a need in the world as far as values are concerned. So, I would consider podcasting to be a career or uh, a life investment, if you will. And so hopefully it is my full-time gig going forward and is how I can support myself in all of my dreams, my wild, crazy dreams. Well, that is it for this 
episode of the Wanderwell podcast. This is the season two opener. Get excited for season two. You can expect the first interview to air on June 6th, Wednesday, June 6th, with Jen Whalen, who is an incredible human who I met through the Bodhi team. She leads women's retreats and has spent time all over the United States, uh, in Alaska and California and all in the desert. So fun things to be shared by her and looking forward to sharing her story. I hope you guys have a fantastic day. Know that you're enough, know that you're loved, and know that the universe supports you in all that you do. Have a great day. Music for this episode can be found on pond5.com and soundstripe.com.